Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. It is December 17th, 2021, episode 14. And you know what? It's that time again. It's that time where I say to you, you did it. Another week has gone by, another week of trials and tribulations, of victory and conquest, of just trying to be better than what you were yesterday. And I hope that is your aim and your intention within life, to be better than who you were the day previous. Learn from those mistakes as minute, as big or small as they may be. I hope that you are able to become the person that you wish and strive to be. In addition to that, I know it's difficult. A lot of news in this world, a lot of being inundated with opinions left and right, false advertisement, false articles, and honestly, information that you may or may not be able to trust. In addition to just miles and miles of bad news being reported constantly on all fronts. Do your best as I am doing my best not to let that get you down. And I hope it doesn't. You're stronger than that. You're more capable than that. You will survive, as will I. So, here we are. Another episode of the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast with me, Frank. I tell you what, it was kind of a week for me to... I'll tell you all about it in just a moment, which is probably going to be the biggest portion of this episode's podcast. It's not going to be a long podcast, and I'll tell you exactly why. I'm just, I'm a bit drained. Um, I'm a bit drained from today and what I experienced. And again, I'll get to it. I'll let you know. But first, as always within this podcast, a commemorative shot to episode 14, to you, living and striving to the best of your ability, and to me, for, uh, well, I guess hopefully providing you with something to listen to, to either lull yourself to sleep, or maybe, potentially, for you to be able to relate to and learn from, hopefully, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, anyway, cheers, prost. Ooh. Oh, that is cheap. That is cheap vodka. All right. So let's get down and dirty. Let's get down to business. If you're wondering why the podcast may sound different, I'll tell you exactly why. Normally, when I've been recording the podcast, it is with my Rode NTG5 shotgun microphone, but right now I've gone back to an oldie and goodie my Rode NT2A. And the reason why I went back to the Rode is something which I'll discuss a little later. But first, the week has been... The week has been okay. There's been a lot of good. There's been uh, some bad, but nothing too bizarre. You know, getting ready for the holidays. Going to be traveling to... Oh. How am I going to do that? That's interesting. I'm looking at the calendar right now. You know what? Christmas Eve is actually next Friday. Can you believe it? I am not going to be here next Friday in my studio where I normally do everything. 
So it looks like I'm going to have to do the podcast on Thursday and then upload everything on Friday. So that's interesting. But yeah, this past week here in the state of Indiana, we've gone through quite a bit of storms and rain and wind, and it has been wet and icky a bit. So that's kind of been affecting my mood just a little bit. Not a whole lot. Just, you know, it's like, oh, look outside and it's cloudy and wet. Well, that's okay. We survived a fun storm. And when I say fun, I mean we were preparing to potentially use our downstairs closet under the stairs in order to be able to hide from a potential tornado. And we were streaming that day too. Uh, our power actually went out and interrupted the stream and actually corrupted one of my files. <laughs> I was luckily able to just download the VOD. But I will have to say, and I will have to thank a lot of people. I'm not going to do it individually. You know who you are. If you're listening to this, of course. But we've actually witnessed some really good success. We, meaning Shelbeast and I, Shelbeast, my roommate... Because within this past week or so, we have, um, on the Twitch channel of Fapism Plays, we've actually had quite a bit of people rating and following us, and we're currently at 63 uh, followers, where a week ago, I, I mean, I'll see if I can find this out, but a week ago, that, that was not the case. Uh, I think within the past week, we got like 20 new followers or something. It's been, it's been quickly growing in pace and it's, it's greatly appreciated. So thank you to all you who have been following and thank you to all who have been rating. It has been fantastic. And I hope that you continue to stop on by, say hello and watch the, uh, material, which we generate here so that's been great that's been fun weather's been meh been preparing for the holidays mostly have all the gifts that i want in line gotta take my car to the shop because it breaks you know it's 200 plus mile drive back to illinois that's that's gonna be killer on the brakes if it continues to grind like it's been doing but I've been having some odd end dreams as of late. I don't know how the rest of you are with retaining your dreams and being able to recollect them or how long they may or may not affect your mood after you have them. Because I tell you what, there are some dreams that I have had, like nightmares specifically, where I have those dreams and that immediately begins my mood for that day. And that is unfair for everyone else that comes across me. Because I do my best. I know I'm being affected by the dream and what it left behind. But some of the nightmares that I've been having as of late have been horribly gruesome. And rather vivid, unfortunately. Uh, luckily, last night's dream weren't too b bad. Like, it wasn't a nightmare or anything of that nature. But it was a bit charged, I suppose would be a correct word in which to use just because uh, there was certainly a confrontation against um, xenophobia with some middle-aged dude in my dream. And, you know, part of me was proud that I stood up for this individual that was just being horribly treated. But yeah, I certainly called 
that imaginary dude in my mind out. And he and I had a scream shout fest. Got close to each other's faces. No one was wearing a mask in my dreams. <laughs> I guess the show where my mind is publicly. But it it happened. Again, it was another more charged dream than I would like. I would like my dreams to be, you know, a little more calm. Adventurous is fine, so long as it's not horrific. But, you know, that dream stuck with me today, which wasn't too bad. But then some nightmares that I had earlier this week, those did stay with me. And those were... Uh, well, uh, they affected my mood, but I did not lash out as a result of it. I will just say that. Um, yeah, again, if you have vivid dreams, you can recollect them. Or even if you keep a dream journal, I used to keep a dream journal when I was growing up and I still have it somewhere around here. But yeah, those were some vivid and odd dreams. Dreams that I've been having as of now has just been about, like, you know, the presence and the feeling and the confrontation of demonic entities or just people in general. So it's interesting, to say the least. With that said, other than dreams, I'll talk about the reason why this podcast is going to be shorter than usual and why I'm feeling particularly drained um, I don't want to say discouraged. I don't think that's the wrong word. Cause I'm going to be, I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing right now, you know, with the streaming, with the podcast, and I want to do more with content creation and things of that nature, because God knows I have like 100 plus hours of material and videos and streams that I need to edit and upload to YouTube. The only thing that has been uploaded to my YouTube channel as of late is just these podcasts. The last thing that I uploaded for material was uh, was a uh, a Minecraft episode, my revisit to Minecraft. And you know what? That I have another session that I still need to edit and upload. So uh, bear again, bear with me. It's going to be happening soon. I'm just trying to get other things in play, correct some habits like you've been seeing and like you've been listening. Uh, some habits that we're correcting is our schedule just because for a while we have just been staying up to like three, three thirty, And when we do that, we don't go to bed until four. And then we wake up past noon and with the sunlight now going down at basically what five, we hardly see any light of day. So we've been correcting that in order for us to be able to be more productive. Again, I say we, as in my roommate, along with me as well. And we've been doing good sticking with it, and we're going to continue to do so. But let me get to the reason why this podcast is going to be short, and it's going to go into mental health stuff, and it's going to be going into a couple of other things, which I'm sure anyone and everyone can relate to. So here's the thing. My roommate and I have made an agreement on how we're going to pursue this job that we have. If you don't know, if you're a first-time listener, or you just don't know what we do, other than uh, me doing this podcast or streaming, is we are licensed, uh, licensed individuals who can sell insurance within the state of Indiana. And we have agreed in order to cut down on some expenses that... 
I am the one that uh, calls the people who have requested uh, additional information for insurance policies that they're interested in. And then once I talk to them and uh, book an appointment with them in order to discuss with them what possible options there are for them, uh, Shell Beast, Shelby, goes ahead and does the research and then we will both talk to uh, the said individual for the policies and show them the best option for them together. And I think that's great. I think that's perfect. I think um, I think that is absolutely doable and something which is most agreeable. Split the responsibility, uh, share the profits, and do the best that we can. That sounds great. That sounds lovely. Today, I went ahead and I looked through all the people who I have on my list who have uh, requested for being called to uh, be followed up on for their request for mortgage or life insurance. Uh, never done final expense. I don't think I will. Because <laughs> let's be honest, final expense is a little bit more out of my league. And I'm not sure if an additional certification is required. Uh, so I was searching through my leads, seeing what they wanted. And the, the leads that I have is a bunch of term and whole life insurance policies, which is fine. It is very doable. And what the majority of them are requesting for what they have, you know, physically, age-wise, et cetera, et cetera, absolutely doable. I could, uh, it's very possible they might even save money with uh, some of the connections that we have with insurance companies. The problem was me, straight up. I was the problem. And you may ask yourself, why, how, why are you the problem? I will tell you exactly why. Out of, I don't know, three and a half to four hours that I was up in my studio needing and having to call these people who, again, requested this follow-up. I don't make cold calls. These are people who have requested for a follow-up to be in touch concerning insurance options. I, um, I like, I don't know how to explain it other than uh, I just had an overdose of anxiety. It was like even talking about, it, I feel it coming back, but I will still talk about it. Um, I was just sitting in my office. I know that I'm doing good. I know that I'm providing a service, which is requested. I know that what I can do with a simple conversation with what I know about insurance will help them. It can help them. Hell, I feel even more secure. I took out a, um, accidental death and dismemberment policy for myself, hundred thousand dollars for my beneficiary or potentially myself. Uh, cause you know, dismemberment, you can, you get a little bit of that back depending upon how severe the dismemberment is. So I feel secure and the security, which I feel, I hope to be able to provide an offer to others. And again, I don't work for an insurance company. I work for myself. I'm an independent contractor. I'm here for them on their request. But no matter how much I told myself that, no matter how much I 
I was telling myself exactly what I just said. I was only able to make one call the entire time. One phone call. My third dial session, which I've had one call. I got a contact. I talked to someone. She was confused why I was calling her the wrong name. It was a wrong number. Uh, but it took me 50 minutes to make that singular call. And after that fact, I took a breather. I'm like, okay, I know, I, I know I'm going through something and that's okay. But you know, take 10, take 15 and try again with the next one. And I couldn't bring myself to do so. I felt, you know, I, it's, it's like all the common symptoms. You know, I felt my heart racing. I, um, my mouth went dry. I, it was difficult to swallow. I, my hands were literally shaking, which is odd for me because I can, I can stream. I can do this podcast. I've talked to world famous and accomplished musicians and celebrities. Not a single shake, not a single care in the world because they're just another person. Sure, they're a little more well-known. And when I say a little, I mean a lot, but I, I just talking to these people, I just calling them is what caused me to have such an episode and such a, a mental block and being able to go ahead and proceed with these calls. For some reason, today was worse than the other two. The other two I got through my entire list. When I say the other two, the other two dial sessions that I did. So, so I don't know what that was all about. It felt like I was auditioning again at my graduate place, uh, university of studies, um, right in front of two of the main horn professors. Luckily for that audition, I was able to sit down. They gave me the choice, but God, that was who that was a day. That was certainly a day. So um, while I was up here, just trying to collect myself, trying to calm myself down and trying repeatedly to go ahead and proceed with the phone calls. It's okay. You can do this. It's okay. Just do your job. You know? No matter what I said in my head, the opposition was right there full force. And it was, it is tiresome. It is, um, It's a little scary. It's a little scary with how you can be your own worst enemy. And a part of me feels as if that is the, the, um, I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist because I don't expect perfection out of anything or anyone, at least to the best of my ability. I don't expect that. But what I do expect out of me is the best that I can. And I do feel that today was not the best that I could. After our, that first upset, that call, I said, okay, it's a bad day. 
Let's find, at least try to make 10 dials. But I wasn't able to. Uh, so I just need to recollect. I need to come back to it, healthier mind. And honestly, I need to come back to it more relaxed. I feel so tense dialing and calling people because I feel as if I'm bothering them. I feel as if I am intruding. I even went ahead and rewrote what we're supposed to say just because it felt too impersonal. It felt, you know what it felt like? Reading that initial script, I'll just call it what it is. Reading that initial script felt like it was written by some sort of businessman jerk off who had no idea how being a human was. Some douche, corporate douchebag that was like, oh, everyone will say this. Everyone will love these jokes. Ugh, God. It was not. The jokes were horrible. I won't read it just because I'm sure it can be identified. But, my God, it was, it was not funny. It was not personable. It was, it was just bad. So I went ahead and I rewrote it being the thespian and I hope a little more personable than a business jerk off could be, can be, is be. <laughs> I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just really froze today and, uh, I don't normally go through that. And I think that's what's off putting to me is that I'm normally rather fearless and charismatic when I'm talking to someone, especially in person, especially if you're a stranger. My God, I strike up conversations with strangers all the time. But for some reason, I, I won't even say for some reason, I know why, at least with when I'm striking up a conversation with a stranger, you know, it's in a grocery store, it's the cashier, it's the waiter, the waitress, it's you know, someone who were obviously there for initial purpose. And, you know, I don't like silence. I'm very bad about handling silence. Normally something is being played within my studio if I'm not occupying myself with something. But normally there is always something going on or being said with me. Silence is... I don't know. I guess I don't really like it. So when I'm talking with people, you know, outside to strangers, there's a mutual reason as to why we're there. We both know it. It doesn't have to be spoken of. We don't even have to introduce names. We know why we're there. We can just go with pronouns and everyone's good. But for some reason, making those calls, that's, that's what separates that mutualness. There's nothing mutual other than a form that is sent to me that they may or may not remember and me having to explain and jog potentially their memory for them to remember like oh yeah i did do that is what's troublesome for me i guess so there's that i just need to get over it i that's the other thing. Like, I think about, you know, being an actor, being on stage, or being a musician and being on stage and performing in front of an audience. 
That audience is there to see the show. That audience is there to, you know, see this, this orchestra, this band, this production, this recital. There's an intention for those people to be there. And it's to be entertained. It's to listen to beautiful music. It's to maybe ponder what they're watching. It's maybe to laugh at what they're watching. I directed a couple of comedy plays. Uh, but because the audience is there is because they want to be there. The audience that I'm trying to draw is one-on-one. -on -one. We don't know each other. And I'm initiating. So within a span of five seconds, I have to tell them who I am, my intentions, and to get them to trust me, all within five seconds. And you might think, well, Frank, you have a lovely voice. Who wouldn't want to listen to that more and more? Why, thank you. I didn't just say that aloud. <laughs> the voice doesn't help. Um... I think people seeing a um, seeing an unknown number come up on their caller ID, they're already suspicious. And I am too every single time I see an unknown number. Who are they? Why are they calling? How did they get my number? And I'm actually, I am fortunate, at least the numbers that I have are within the same state. There is at least that. If someone is calling me from Illinois, I know everyone that I want to know in Illinois who is already in my phone book. So if they text or call me, I know exactly who they are. If someone from Illinois tries to call me and I don't know their number, I don't pick up. Because why would I? It's the exact same thing for these people. So the fact that they do answer... And give me my little five-second spiel, if I'm able to make the dial, is a bit of a blessing. So, that is why I feel drained. That, those hours of <clears throat> internal thoughts, internal battles, internal dialogues, which conflict, is tiring. I don't know if you've ever gone through an anxiety attack. I know that a lot of the people who I know personally, I know a lot of the people who listen and follow my stream and potentially even this podcast, you might have a bit of an anxiety yourself. I'm sure you can recall a plethora of times of when you've gone through an anxiety attack. I just think I had one today. And I'm sure you can recall if you do have one, it is draining. It is mentally taxing to go through that contradiction gymnastics. And I feel that's exactly what I did today. I'm tired. I can still do more. Uh, and just, you know. And along with that, and I shared this with my roommate, it's like I'm a combination of just being anxious and disappointed because I didn't make all the dials that I wanted to. I didn't complete that little sub goal of, okay, you can't do all of them. That's fine. Just 10. No. So I'm a little disappointed in myself, but at the same time, I cannot hold that to be absolutely true because that will just, that will just further worsen what you're feeling. 
that will just bring you down to being, well, I'm disappointed and here's why to be like, oh, I can't do anything and now I'm depressed. No, I'm not going to go down that road. I know exactly what I went through. I know exactly what I need to do. And I know that today was just a very off day. It hasn't discouraged me from doing it again because that's, it's my job to make these calls. It is what I want to do. I do want to help these people. They put in this request for a reason for me to contact them. And I'm going to do so. I just need to get over what may be preventing me from doing so. It's going to take a little bit of thinking and analyzation of myself, but I have a very good idea as to what and why. And more so, I know how to get over it. I have the tools in which to get over it, and I have certainly the support group in which to get over it. I'm a very lucky individual to have said support group, and I know that's not available or a thing for many people, which is unfortunate. Which is why you get to pick your family, not your blood relations, but your family, the people that you make friends with and care about, the people that care and like you for who you are. It's not always immediately uh, noticeable when you're young, but when you become an adult, it becomes more impactful and it becomes much better. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thankful to have those people in my life. And if you don't, I'm sorry. Uh, I really am. And I'm sure that there are potentially community programs that you are able to talk to and find someone who will help and support you and guide you through what you're going through. It is not a weakness to admit this. It's why I'm admitting it right now. It's not a weakness. It is just a fact of life. All of us live with some line of anxiety, which appears and pops up sporadically throughout everyone's life. Some of us have it much worse than others. That's all it is. I don't normally have it. Today was just an off day. So it is what it is. So with that said, yeah, this is going to be a shorter podcast. I'm, I explained my week. That was my week. Um, next week is going to be better, you know. Tomorrow's going to be a great start to that as well. We're going to go and visit some family, watch a concert, which has been a while since I've seen a live concert, so I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, we get to, uh, we get to have some good food, have a night off to ourselves. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, you know, going to get down and dirty, going to do the work, going to improve myself, learn from today, keep it going. And I think that is what life is about. In order to get on easy street, you have to do the work. And that's what I'm going to do every day. So in order to potentially lighten the mood a little bit, uh, and to wrap up the podcast. I'm not going to read these articles. I'm just going to share them and I'm going to uh, just discuss them a little bit. This one I find 
very creepy, very crawly, and I don't like it at all. But at the same time, it's a little bit interesting. So, check this out. It has recently been discovered in the uh, country of Australia, I believe it is. Let me just, yeah. In the country of Australia, about, oh, I don't know, 200 feet down below the Earth's surface. <laughs> Here you go, chat. Enjoy. <laughs> and of course, if you're listening to this past, you know, live stream debut on Twitch, the articles will be in the description below for YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. So, 200 feet below Australia and potentially around the world, there are actual legitimate uh, millipedes. Yeah. So they have recently discovered a new species of millipede that have over a thousand legs. And I'm looking at this picture of one. It is gross. Oh my goodness. Uh, so I'll just read like a part of it. Uh, and all Merrick, who's the dude who is, um, doing the analyzation of these millipedes, analyzed four specimens, two males and two females, all of which were different lengths and thus different ages. The shortest of a bunch had 198 rings, kind of like a tree. They explain in the article. It's like how they're able to uh, decipher and determine their age. But the shortest of the bunch had 198 rings and 778 legs. The longest had 330 rings and 1,306 legs. Oh, God. Yeah, we won't see them at all here on the surface. We're not going to see centipedes or millipedes, rather, that are that long because they're 200 feet down below, somehow surviving and, and doing exactly whatever it is that they do. But yeah... Uh, the fact that they found actual millipedes with more legs than what we see up here is, is gross. I don't <laughs> like it at all. Oh, oh God. Luckily, they're still probably small. They're just long and, and spirally. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm going to stop talking about it. <laughs> And then to end on a happier note, it's actually something that, um, is something that uh, Shelby actually found, which I found to be really kind of cool. Um, it is from futurism.com. Shabamsk. And it talks about a scientist who is training rats to play Doom 2. And may start a Twitch channel as a result. Uh, so very briefly, uh, this guy uh, by the name of um, Victor Toth, I believe is how you would uh, pronounce his name. 
he decided that um, he just came up with the idea of training rats to play Doom 2. Like there's a whole um, a list of questions as to where did the idea come from and why Doom 2 and how did you go about doing this and will you start a Twitch channel? And basically it just came to him out of nowhere. He uh, thought Doom 2 was the best choice just because he could edit the maps accordingly and be able to train said rats in one aspect or another. Uh, he says here, um, I designed different iterations of the same map with the imp, AKA the bad guy at different positions for the shooting training. I randomly selected one of these maps. So every time the rat started from the beginning, the imp was at a different position. That's so the rat didn't learn to shoot at a specific point, but it's the imp itself that needs to be shot. So, I mean, that's, it's, it's a really interesting read. And if this dude does create a uh, Twitch stream, I'll do my best to watch him live. Either way, I would watch all of his VODs just to watch a rat uh, just play Doom 2. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> he already has some... Um, there are some videos on there already of um, of rats playing Doom. And the device that he hooked up is really interesting. But I thought that was neat and on the happier side of you know, centipedes or anxiety and anxiety attacks and things of that nature. But yeah, uh, that is the, that is the podcast. I really don't have anything else to, uh, think of in which to talk about. I don't have any other articles that I want to read. Um, even though I did try to look for some, which would be of interest, but I, this week has been, like I said, it's been good, it's been bad, it's been a little bit interesting, but uh, it it is what it is. So, um, like I said before, the podcast is live-streamed on Twitch first for its premiere, and then it is uploaded onto YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast every Friday. Except for next week, it might be uploaded on Thursday just because I won't be here next week because I'll be traveling to Illinois for my family for the holidays. And then uh, if you want to email the podcast, you can. Uh, tell me an article of interest. Tell me a topic of discussion. Say hello or uh, just tell me, tell me whatever you want, in all honesty. You can do so at fsofpodcast at gmail.com. And then, um, yeah, I guessed, uh, I guessed, I guess that's, yeah, that's it. Um, just, um, remember to keep practicing no matter what it is. So long it doesn't hurt you or anyone else. I'm going to practice my improvement. I'm going to practice getting past what I described with this anxiety, with this job and with my mental outlook on my job and ultimately life. So I hope you're able to do, to do the same. I hope you have a lovely week. I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I might not be the best looking cheerleader, but damn it, I'm on the sidelines for you. So you all take care of yourselves. Do the best that you can. Remember to hydrate and take care of yourselves. I will see you all next week. Until then, au revoir.